0: Welcome to Making America Strong Again, the only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation, with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America Now.
1: Good morning. This is Steve Olds. I'd like to welcome you to the Making America Strong Again radio program. We appreciate all of our listeners on the iHeart Radio Network listening to us from all across the country and around the globe, as well as many of you who download our weekly Patriot Podcast. And obviously you can find that at patriotpodcast.com. And we appreciate you listening and sharing it with those that you think would benefit from the topics that we discuss. Over the last several weeks, we focused in on leadership. We've gone through a leadership series because we wanted to set the structure in place so that we could help those of you who are interested in growing your personal leadership and perhaps your organizational leadership begin to look at things from a bit of a different perspective. Several weeks ago, Dan Romance focused on the idea of the personal leadership and how important it is to really grow and develop the ideas that drive you, the passions that you have. We talked about leadership from an American perspective. Greg Land shared with us his viewpoint originally from South Africa as he emigrated here to the United States. We heard the story last week of Sergeant Chris Vars, who exercised personal leadership in a combat role in Korea. We also heard from Drew Miles that talked about what it's like to really not only become a leader personally and dedicate yourself to that personal development process to strengthen his skills, but then how to share that with others, how to become a mentor to those who are really passionate and interested about growing their own leadership skills. And then furthermore, what the impact is on those not only in your employee, but in your family and in your community and ultimately across the nation. So part of our agenda today is to begin to look at some of the applications of what actually happens when you begin to apply that personal leadership in your life. And what are some of the opportunities that you have before you, depending on where you are in your life? In other words, there are some folks who are just coming out of school that don't really understand the impact they can have as leaders. But when the decision is made to become a leader... Remember the saying that we've talked about before, leader of one, leader of many. If you can't lead one, you can't lead any. So it all begins with your own personal leadership. We've also talked about some of the important characteristics of leadership when it applies to working with others. In other words, we talked about the idea of being a servant leader. And being a servant leader in a lot of cases for a lot of people is almost an oxymoron. How can I be the leader if I'm serving other people? That doesn't make any sense. And for a lot of people who are motivated by things that are external, in other words, they're motivated primarily for money or just for recognition or because they want to get a leg up or they want to crush the competition, those external motivations do not necessarily fit in line with the idea of servant leadership. In other words, I don't lose my leadership credibility when I focus on meeting the needs of other people. As a matter of fact, if I look at how it is that I can serve others, whether those others are in my home, whether those others are in my church or in my place of business or in my community, if I focus on how I can serve them and then begin to understand what are the things that I need to do so that I can do that better... I begin to develop my own skills, and I also begin to understand how it is that I can be a better leader in those environments. And what happens when you meet somebody who is clearly competent in what it is that they're doing, but they also have a heart to serve? You pick up on that, don't you? You've probably been in businesses where the people in the company, from the owner all the way down to the brand new employee, have an attitude and a heart to serve you. That's not something you can fake. Now, you can whitewash it with lots of marketing glitz, but when it comes right down to the personal relationships, whether those relationships are face-to-face, whether those relationships develop through an online relationship with a lot of companies, that's where it begins. But what really happens when we start to develop a relationship with leaders who have a heart to serve? They begin to ask a lot of questions, don't they? They want to know how they can really help you, and at the same time, they want to make sure that they are equipped to serve you. Have you ever been in a scenario where you've met with somebody in any type of a business or personal relationship when they let you know that they're probably not the ideal person to help you? You may have had a pastor, for example, that recommended somebody specifically to help deal with a particular issue because they weren't well-equipped to help. You've probably also been in scenarios where the person that you were working with, either in a personal or professional relationship, didn't bother to mention that they weren't well-equipped. In other words, they decided to go ahead and engage in a relationship, especially a business relationship, but they weren't really qualified to do what it is that you thought they were going to be able to do. They didn't have the heart of a servant because they knew they knew they couldn't serve you But if they could sell you, they'd be happy to take the cash and hope they could figure it out on the back end. Now, all of these different elements come into play when you begin to say, how can I develop my attitude as a servant leader and also my practical experience as a leader in my environment? Well, where are you? Are you new to the idea of being a leader, or are you experienced, or are you somewhere in between? Well, Part of what I want to help you through today is to begin to look at some of the different opportunities there are and show you how it is that deciding to be a leader or strengthen your leadership skills can apply no matter what your particular role is in a particular relationship. Let's look at three basic stakeholder roles in a particular organization. You have somebody that has founded a small business, and obviously Patriot Mission is all about rebuilding America through the power of small business, so we're going to use the construct of the small business environment. So we have a leader who is the founder of a small business. We'll call that person the founder. Then we have another individual who is external to that small business, but they have a particular skill set that can have value to others, and we're going to call that individual a mentor. And then we have the third individual who is new to a particular environment, who is interested in learning about what's going on there, who is operating as somebody that we'll call an apprentice. Now, apprentice is an interesting word because we haven't heard a lot about the apprentice model for a lot of years. Apprenticeship, in many cases, had been applied to the trades, going up as an apprentice in the plumbing field. I was a young guy in in high school and college, and one of my part-time jobs was being a plumber's helper. Well, being a helper was the next step below becoming an apprentice. And then as an apprentice, you learned to become a journeyman and then become a master in a particular trade. Well, apprenticeship can also apply to learning any skill set that you'd like to learn. So for many that want to understand how a small business operates, a great place to start is in an apprentice role. Now, what you don't see very often is small businesses with a big sign on the door saying apprentice is wanted. What they really want is somebody who's skilled, who can step into the role that doesn't take the time and effort to train up an apprentice. It's, it's tough to do. But if we look at the construct through the eyes and the lens of personal leadership, there are some interesting things that can begin to happen. Let me tell you what I mean. Suppose the founder of the small company has a challenge that they are interested in solving. Let's say, for example, it is a marketing challenge, and specifically it is a marketing challenge that is tied to the Internet. The world of social media, the world of marketing, the world of web design, the world of search engine optimization, there are a lot of technical elements to getting that done. And for those of you that are founders of small companies, you might uh, relate to the idea <laughs> that it's easy to get overwhelmed and maxed out with just day-to-day operations, minor things like making sales and collecting the cash and making payroll and dealing with admin, dealing with the regulatory oversight, all the components that are required to effectively run a company. And as a founder of a small business, part of the challenge becomes how do you segment time? In your daily operation for strategic work, that is to say, strategic elements of your business design plan that have to be considered, but in the words of Dr. Stephen Covey, are important, but they're not urgent. In other words, you know you need to get it done, but it's something that you could put off till tomorrow. And as we know, the old song, what happens when tomorrow never comes. So part of the founder's challenge is how to regularly integrate strategic work in an environment that's functional with qualified people that can help do that strategic work so that we can produce a result that is in line with the mission and the objectives of that small business founder's organization. So what is the founder's option? Well, the founder can go look for... Individuals that are qualified and have an existing company that can come consult with them. That's that's one solution. The challenge for a lot of founders is that choosing that option requires a significant amount of cash because most consultancies require long-term, at least project-level relationships that require a significant amount of money, and a lot of times the founders don't have that in their budget. So the founder then has another choice. It could be called do-it-yourself. And that's, in effect, where a lot of founders focus. I want to do it myself. I've done everything else myself. My predisposition as a founder of a small company, especially if I was the entrepreneur that started it in a single-person operation, I'm likely to just dive in and say, well, let me figure this out. How hard can it be? The challenge is that's where you begin to trade off a significant asset that you have as a founder, which is your time. So as the leader of a company... You have to make decisions on how best to invest your time, how best to drive the activity in your group so that you can produce the maximum result. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how the founder of that small company can leverage a mentor and apprentice who's made a decision to become a leader in their own right to serve other people, in this case, the founder. We'll be right back.
0: Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com.
1: This is Steve Schwartz with PDGO.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over a 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at PDGo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. PDGo.com. Again, PDGo.com. At Surf Pro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on Surf Pro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure Surf Pro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's Surf Pro of Vero Beach. Helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated.
2: Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003 and with over fifteen hundred home sales over the past twenty one years it's my hope that you will consider the kelly fisher team at treasure coast sotheby's international realty for all your real estate needs it's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family and we have partnered with the homeless family center of vero beach to work toward that goal when you buy or sell a home with the kelly fisher team we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown to be a part of this great mission please call us at 72-321-6905.
0: welcome back to making america strong again the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of american exceptionalism and national restoration once again, here's your host, Steve Olds.
1: Well, thanks for being with us today. We're focusing on personal leadership. That's been part of our series, and we're describing how it is that we can leverage our personal leadership into serving others, and then furthermore, how that can actually help us in our, in our world. Today, we're discussing the impact from a founder's perspective, a founder of a small company. How does becoming a strong leader, and specifically a servant leader, help that founder create productivity, faster path to their particular goals and objectives, and ultimately a growing, vibrant organization? Now, one of the challenges that a founder has when looking at strategic elements is putting a team together to help support those goals, and solve those problems. We talked in the earlier segment about different options from consulting options to hiring somebody full-time, and many times those are outside the scope either of the project or the capital budget requirements. So here's a way that you can begin to leverage your focus as a leader and your willingness to serve others in a way that actually helps you accomplish the objective of that strategic design. And we can do it with those two other categories of people we talked about earlier, mentors and apprentices. Now, when I say the word mentor, what typically comes up for your mind, in your mind? Who do you see in your mind's eye when I use the term mentor? For a lot of people, the natural gravitation is to think about somebody who is perhaps retired somebody who is in their second or third career that's developed a lot of skills and ideas and is in a position in their life when they want to give back. They want to share what they've learned with other people. And in many cases, there are folks that serve mentoring roles in great organizations like SCORE, which is an organization of retired executives that help look through business plans and give advice. And it's all free. That's great. Well, I want to share with you a different perspective on mentoring. Imagine now The number of people who are in the marketplace today, we have 94 million Americans who are now out of the workforce. Out of those 94 million Americans, how many skills and talents do you think exist that could be applied in the small business community right now, if there was a pathway and a strategy to do so? I guarantee you there are very skilled people that know how to do things in those markets. That could be applied if, first of all, they took on the perspective of being a servant leader themselves and they were willing to work on their own personal leadership. In other words, for somebody who's out of work, it's tough. But if they began to pursue strength, pursue their own leadership, getting stronger in what they did every day, and then they were able to leverage what they had learned and what their skill sets were in the marketplace – Do you think there would be a small business founder that would love to be able to find a way to make them effective? I I think there would be. Suppose that individual began to think about how they could apply their skills mentoring others that could use the benefit of their knowledge so that they could start their own perhaps consultancy down the road. But, of course, many people say they need experience before they would feel comfortable starting their own company. Well, suppose that individual could take a position, begin to mentor somebody that needed to understand the expertise that they had, and they could also begin to help another person raise their game. In other words, suppose that mentor was able to come alongside with an apprentice who wanted to learn what their skills were. And together, an apprentice and a mentor... Working with a small business founder, we're targeting the opportunity to solve a problem for that small business founder. Now, we talked about the idea in the earlier segment that a small business founder could be faced with some challenges like trying to figure out how to work in the social media environment. Well, how many people do you know under 30 years old that have extraordinary skills at understanding the utility of and the applications of social media in the marketing world, many of them have may have been formally or informally working in that environment. And suppose somebody who's 25 years old could take a position to mentor a small business founder who's in his 40s or 50s that doesn't necessarily, A, want to deal with all the social media stuff, but B, have the time or interest or candidly uh, the, the joy of working with a lot of the social media elements. Suppose now... That small business founder had a mental position that said, I can learn from anybody. I can learn from somebody. It doesn't matter what their age is. It doesn't matter what their current employment status is. But if they can teach me, I'd love to learn. And I'd also like to teach them something about what I've learned. So I could bring a mentor into my company who may be half my age, but can help me solve the problem that I have so that my company can grow. And what if that mentor, imagine the mental capability, the impact on that person's life when they get to take a skill set that they have, and now they can mentor somebody that may be two or three decades their senior, but they're brought on because they have a skill. And now they have an environment that can help them develop not just a better experience delivering expertise but an opportunity to experience servant leadership in both directions. They can serve the founder. They can serve the apprentice who can help them in that process. And they can serve themselves by becoming a better leader, by becoming a better expert, by developing that intellectual property. So if you look at this as a microcosm, the mentor serves that founder. The founder is getting value in significant ways. But more importantly, that apprentice who is the right-hand person to that mentor, helping that founder work on the problem, trying to figure out how to make that social media strategy work and have an impact for the founder's company. That triumvirate, those three people working together, targeting a particular objective, can make enormous gains. And what if in that process there is a significant conversation about the personal leadership of all three people? In other words, it's not just about the skill set of social media and the impact on the company. It's about the decision matrix of each individual player, the apprentice, the mentor, and the founder, who are all committed to strengthening their own leadership capabilities. They're all committed to being stronger personally. They're all committed to helping another so that they can improve the lot in life for everybody around them. That's servant leadership in a very practical way. And it takes a new way of looking at things. Right now in America, we're faced with incredible challenges, but at the same time, we have absolutely enormous resources. And in many cases, they are languishing because individuals who are out of the workforce are told, basically, have a seat. The marketplace doesn't want you. Nobody cares. We have veterans by the tens of thousands coming out of the military service with extraordinary leadership capabilities and skill sets. And yet there's real no no way to connect many of those people into the civilian job market. Even though there are lots of organizations trying to help, what we have to deal with is a practical way to integrate those people into the marketplace. How do you do it? Well, you have to get creative. And what I've described for you today is just one example of creativity, how you can take, for example, a veteran who decides, I'd love to be an apprentice and learn about what's happening in the small business environment. I have no idea where to start. I'm a military guy. But suppose you got pulled into that environment. What would that be like? Suppose you could hang out with them for a year and see how a small business functions and you could learn from a mentor, perhaps that's part half of your age what would that do that would grow your enthusiasm and would grow your skill sets it would help you see things in a whole new way and if you bring the right attitude at the table one that says i'm willing to serve and for a lot of our veterans it's obvious they're willing to serve because they've done it for their entire career that is one of the ways that together we can work and make an impact that is ultimately making america strong again We're thrilled that you've been able to join us today. We ask you to share this through the patriotpodcast.com. Let folks know that these ideas, they're growing. We need the input of those of you that are working with us in the field, and we look forward to sharing another example of how it is we're going to work together when we get together next week. Thanks very much.
0: Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com.